For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Believe in Everything Auburn is brought to you by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's really easy to get started. Just head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up. And you can use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. War Eagle, everybody. Welcome inside another episode of Believe in Everything Auburn with Taylor Davis, yours truly, and the man himself, Jason Campbell. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Hope that you have had a great week, as great as you possibly could. Um, we obviously want to start out this episode just acknowledging what um, has transpired in our country this week, um, the tragedy, which that word doesn't even seem to do it justice, that, that happened in Texas with the school shooting this week. Just an absolute unthinkable and, and heart-wrenching reality that um, so many are living right now. For us, sitting here talking about sports seems so trivial right now in light of what has happened. Jay and I are, are still going to give you a, a typical episode, but we certainly wanted to acknowledge and um, just express our, our condolences, even though that doesn't even feel like it, it carries any weight. And I know that there's a lot of uproar right now on social media that, you know, thoughts and prayers are, are no longer enough that, that we need action. And, and I certainly think we can all agree that we can't continue in this trajectory, but um, I do believe in the power of prayer. And so I, I think it's the least we can do to, to be keeping those families who are going through unimaginable pain um, in our prayers. But also, if you're able, 
I just want to bring to light, there are so many GoFundMes out there for the families, for the school. Um, if you are able, I, I certainly want to encourage our listeners to, to do whatever we possibly can. Yeah, I echo everything you just said. Uh, you know, this is tough times because, you know, little children are just supposed to be off limits. Yeah. And, you know, these are little minds that's just now scratching the surface and, you know, becoming, having dreams of of growing into the next teenager and mm-hmm. then becoming a high schooler and graduating college and it's just life beyond. And to have that taken away from them because of a senseless demonic act, yep. uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's gut-wrenching and it's just uh, mind-blowing. And, you know, we as a society have got to get back to having respect for one another as human beings and having grace for one another and, and loving one another and encouraging one another. And right now it just seemed like everything is just divided. We're just at a disarray. We, we're only two and a half weeks removed from the shooting in Buffalo in a grocery store. Um, you know, and then all of a sudden two and a half weeks later, we're, we're going through this, like how many times do we have to see things like this and, and senseless acts like this to, to realize like, that something has got to has got to do be different. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican. It doesn't matter if you're independent. Like, come together and do what's best for the people. Right. Like, if you're in a position of power, you have opportunity to do what's right for the people. Don't do what's particularly best for a party. Do what's best for overall people. It's going to take us as parents, us as 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 human beings. Like, no matter what color your race, no matter what, yeah. like it looks like or like let's just find a way to come together and support one another because there are a lot of hearts that are hurting tonight and uh, that shouldn't have to, right. Uh, You know, it just shouldn't, it just shouldn't have to go through this. And, and it's sad because you expect to go to school to get an education. Uh, You know, teachers lose their lives and they're trying to educate young kids and, and and everything. You're supposed to go to church so that you can spiritually grow and get better as a person. And, you know, a grocery store, you go to shop at a grocery store to, to prepare meals for families and, and everything. And these places supposed to be what you feel safe places. And, and now they're no longer. I mean, I don't know at what point, you know, it's the it's the final straw, but you're just hopeful for better days to come with that. We are going to do our best to give you a typical Auburn episode. We will start out with football. A quick note to update you on. We actually spoke on the status of a couple guys last week. Obviously, the guys are away from campus right now, getting their little bit of a summer break um, before summer workouts start. I think they're supposed to be back on campus either May 30th, 31st this weekend, basically, to begin summer workouts. And we talked about Owen Papo and Zion Puckett, who are expected to be full go by summer, which is fantastic. Well, you can add to that list now because Coach Harson has spoken out about a few other guys as well, including Jarquez Hunter, Zach Calzada, who we all know is uh, definitely in the running to be starting quarterback. So it will be great to see him ramp up his involvement a little bit. And the offensive line are going to get their stars back. Nick Brahms, Austin Troxel, Brandon Council are all expected to be good to go, as well as defensive lineman Jeffrey Mba unclear how to pronounce that. I apologize. Uh, Each of those guys missed various time this spring. Brahms and Troxel were both limited in spring, but neither participated in A-Day. You know how important those pillars are on the offensive line. And look, 
coming out of a day, the offensive line was not exactly a, a, an area of comfort. So to have those guys back the earlier, the better. Definitely, you know, expecting that whatever bumps and bruises they're dealing with, they're still going to kind of be working through them. Full go in summer is, you could speak to this, Jay, not the same as full go for fall camp. I mean, there's there's hardly any contact in summer. So it's really a lot of workouts. You can you can speak a little bit more to the uh, repertoire of of summer, but it is a good sign that, you know, they are considered full go. And this many guys that you really expect could have starting roles. Yeah, you know, that's the only thing about our spring is so many guys miss practice. And, yeah. you know, it kind of concerns you a little bit from a chemistry standpoint. But, you know, you just hope that their overall experience, them being veterans, that that kind of takes presence. So looking into this summer, like summer is all about building weight mass. It's all about getting uh, faster and working on getting, you know, smarter in, in your playbook and, and knowing exactly what to do. So when you're in position to make plays, you're not thinking about as much on the field because you studied film all summer. You have the opportunity to sit down with the coaches a couple of hours during the weekend and get deep into that playbook and, and figure out what it is that you need to do uh, to better yourself and, and be a great teammate. Um, the other thing is, you know, how do you keep young kids' minds focused nowadays that NIL is in the play and some of these kids have money in their pockets and, you know, what keeps them from from doing things at nighttime to from to making mature decisions that they're staying out of trouble so that they can make sure that they understand they still need to be eligible from an education standpoint. They need to be available and, uh, and all of those type of things. So summers can be a little bit different nowadays than they used to be in college because most of the time guys work out and they, they study and they, they kind of go to themselves in their dorms or apartments and guys kind of talk about what they want to do and watch film together and play cars and different things like that. It's a camaraderie time too as well to build but now you have some guys that are making nil deals and you know what are they doing at nighttime now time you know are they up yeah. to two three o'clock in the morning going to the spots in in town and then trying to get up at a 5 30 workout a six o'clock workout like you, you can't treat your body like that mm -hmm. like as a young athlete you have to understand the importance of how do i build my body so that it is strong and mature enough to handle the sec schedule that they have this year so there's a lot to go into it but you want everybody participating in summer workouts. You just really, really do. Right. And because we don't know how deep into the depth chart we're going to have to go this year. Like I said, yeah. if you look at our schedule, like you don't know. You're going to count on your, your second team linebacker core. You may count on your second team offensive lineman because we've known over the years how the offensive lineman has gone in and out of the huddle. So this will be a, a, a big year to figure out like, hey, just how important. I just think some of the main guys we need to look at this year is what's the impact of Tank Busy? What's the impact mm -hmm. of Derrick Hall? What's the impact of Owen Papo? Uh, you know, from a receiver standpoint, we, we know about some of the veteran guys, but what about our young kid Dawson? You know, right. can he be a guy to step up? So, and I would just say from an offensive line standpoint, it's going to have to be good by committee. Right. 100% and led by some veterans that uh, chose to come back for for this year. And, and you certainly want to see them make it count. I, I liked what you were saying about summer really being a bonding experience. And that's not something that you really think about, but you have to make the best of, you know, your your summer and obviously you love fall. And so this comes with it. But 
you know, it is a bit of a sacrifice. You're not, you know, away getting some time at home. You're not down on the beach, like some of your, you know, non-athlete friends. And it's, it's a really good time to kind of focus in and build that brotherhood. Are there any teammates of yours from your days at Auburn that you think that relationship really grew in, in your summer days? I feel like that probably kind of make some friendships happen that maybe wouldn't have during the hustle and bustle of, of a school year. Oh yeah, no doubt. Uh, when I was in school, because let's say Auburn doesn't have as much going on. I mean, Auburn didn't have as much going on back then. As they yeah. Now. There are so many restaurants, so many like things that they can get involved and go and do. So, you know, for us, it was guys from Fort Lauderdale and, you know, the bigger cities that came to school there to play with us, you know, for them, to be able to just say sit in Auburn all summer and not go to Miami and, yeah. and, and everything to be on the beaches and, and everything to be there and be dedicated and building their football team and, and working on their craft. Like those guys were some of the most dedicated guys that I've ever been around mm. because they could have been like, man, I don't try to get back to Miami so I can get on South beach. They, right. care, <laughs> they care less about that. Yeah. You know, they wanted to be up there catching a the football. They wanted to be somewhere where they could change the dynamic of where they come from, they may not have been as happy with, even though they was where they were at, they wanted to do something bigger and they knew it required a lot of sacrifice. And yeah. that's the thing. You give up a lot of the fun things so that you can build a long-term success and winning a championship together. So, you know, hopefully you play a little catch up when you, when you finish playing ball, like me now, I like to go to the beach. There you, know you go. You, sure. you get it back. Yeah. yeah you, it back. you pay your dues and then you reap the benefits for it. I love that. Yeah. Um, but definitely an important time where foundation is laid. So looking forward to any reports that start coming out of summer camp, which again, will uh, will start next week. Another quick football news that has come out today and created a bit of an uproar. The game time and network has been announced for the much anticipated Auburn versus Penn State, the hopeful revenge from the 28 to 20 loss in happy valley last year penn state will be coming to jordan hare this year unfortunately we are going to be playing a 230 on cbs which just doesn't have the same feel that a primetime abc or espn broadcast has It, it really is just a night game versus a day game. I'm sorry. It is not the same. We headed to happy Valley for a whiteout, which is known to be one of the most sickening college atmospheres in the country and play them in prime time on ABC. And then they come and, and we hope to avenge an eight point, very narrow loss. That one very much slipped through our fingers and they're going to be playing in the bright sunshine. You know what I mean? Like that million dollar light system won't get any use. It's just, if we're talking intimidation factor, we're not going to get the same that they got as a whiteout in happy Valley, you know? Yeah. It's just unfortunate that our million, $5 million light system doesn't get used <laughs> as much as we would like <laughs> during the season. We probably get what one game. Oh my so, gosh. Uh, <laughs> It's just unfortunate. Like, you know, I'm sorry. I work for CBS. I do some stuff for CBS. I know so, you, you know, do. to have the game. But at the same time, though, to be able to play Penn State at nighttime, give them a little bit of our night out game, 
uh, I think would have been spectacular to be able to yep. return the favor. I'm shocked that they didn't put this game because it was a really good football game on a, on a Saturday night yeah. to watch. And uh, so it, it just kind of, you know, it's tough, but at the same time, Penn State has got to deal with the heat uh, coming from, from Pennsylvania. And then hopefully, you know, our guys are used to it because they practice in it every day and mm-hmm. the humidity and everything. So it's going to be a little bit different for them uh, coming here. So that could work into our advantage uh, with our depth. If we have depth, it will work, work into our advantage over them. So there's a thin line between, you know, wanting that night, and then having them at 2.30, but at the same time, though, yes, night would be been awesome because I don't know when we'll get a night game in our first five games of the schedule. Yeah. Uh, so it may become later into the year before we actually get a night game, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be a great tailgating game. I say that. It will be. It'll be a It'll be a very exciting game, but I just was hoping that it was going to kind of be the same, you know, hand dealt to them that we had going into a night game in Happy Valley. Well, what? What did you prefer as a player? Well, I would say this. I prefer we were white and they were dark blue. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Because, as you know, the colors absorb differently in the heat. Yeah, it's true. Except the whites are our road unis. I know it's our road unis, but there we go again. Sometimes you got to change the format to make it better for us. We're the home team. So if we're the home team, if we're going to be 230, let's put them in a darker color jersey, Mm. make it hotter on them. And Smart. make it a little bit cooler on us, uh, you know, like so you're this. the home team, you get to choose. And that's when, you know, priorities overtake tradition yeah. you know, to make sure that your team has an advantage. It's a home game. So let's put our team in white. Now, that will shake up some things because we've never done that. So I like it. how about we try that? But okay. you know, we'll see what happens. I'm into it. OK, what did what time of day did you prefer playing during your time? Oh, college, man, I love those 7 o'clock p.m. games Did you? Uh, in college just because it was always a primetime game, ESPN, yeah. everyone's watching. The adrenaline. Uh, oh, the adrenaline. Like I said, <laughs> everything sounds louder at night. Yep. And, you know, it feels like people just into it at night. I don't know because they've been drinking all day or whatever, <laughs> their tailgate. I don't know. That but probably helps. Yeah, nighttime is just like there's a lot more fire and a lot more energy, yeah. especially that part of the year. Now, 2.30 games were awesome as well. Uh, say you're playing someone like a, you know, an LSU at home. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it was good to play them at 2.30. But when you play them in Death Valley at nighttime, Ooh. oh, it was a different animal. So I'd rather I'm play saying. LSU in LSU at 2.30 rather than yeah. playing them at 7. Now, I'd rather play at home. I like either. But yeah. if I could play at night, I like our fan base at nighttime because they get really, really loud. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And a perk of a 2.30 or even a daytime game is that you get your evenings, which having a Saturday night uh, isn't a bad thing. So I'm sure there's a there's a perk to that too. But if we're talking game time intimidation and like represents the essence of college football like I just I thrive in a night game and I just hate Mm. that that's not what we're getting for this matchup but nonetheless that one will be highly anticipated 230 on CBS it is what it is people okay outside of football we've got a few news and notes for other sports to get you caught up on 
unfortunately, our softball team season ended this past weekend after two losses to Clemson and Louisiana in their regional. Actually, it was a tough weekend for SEC softball. The conference sent 12 teams to the regionals, Mm. and only three teams are advancing to the Supers. Florida, who will face Virginia Tech. Arkansas, who will face... It was either Texas or Washington, one of the two, and Mississippi State after upsetting Florida State in Tallahassee, which was a major, major get for them. They'll be facing Arizona. So Super Regionals will start this week. Women's College, I believe the Supers start Thursday. We'll go through the weekend, and then the Women's College World Series starts next week. So unfortunate that our Tigers couldn't make it past the first round, but congratulations to the team for everything that they accomplished. And then baseball. Also a bit of an unfortunate (laughs) news. They are already out of the SEC tournament after Hmm. round one. So they headed into the tournament as a five seed. They actually had to play Kentucky, who is the team that they closed out the regular season with last weekend. It was postponed. It was initially supposed to be on Tuesday. It was postponed because of weather in the Hoover area. So it was pushed to Wednesday. And unfortunately, they fell three to one and that tournament will continue through this week and then seating for regionals and all those bids will go out on Monday so they are unfortunately out of the tournament but will await their destination and uh, the field in which they'll be playing and hopefully they'll be able to dust that off and continue into postseason the college world series obviously happening into June but some SEC awards came out, wanted to acknowledge a few guys. Blake Burkhalter, second team, all SEC. Blake Rambush, a couple of Blakes getting some awards for Auburn. SEC, all defensive team. And Sonny DiChiara, who actually crushed a homer in the game against Kentucky. If you haven't seen that, I mean, he just obliterated the ball. He actually won SEC co-player of the year. So congratulations to all of those guys. Incredibly well-deserved. And hopefully we get to continue to see them play a little bit more, maybe into June, maybe in the state of Nebraska, perhaps. That would be a-okay with me. And finally, we've got some golf updates, right, Jay? I know this this really hypes you up as a (laughs) – what is it about former athletes, like, Mm -hmm. deciding to take up golf? Well, it's competitive. Uh, (laughs) You know, when you're you're playing football, everything is like a competitive edge. When you go play golf, it's the same way. Like, you can't conquer golf. Like you may go out and shoot a great score the day before you go out the next day and you just blow it up. You know, it's just, and it makes you keep coming back for more because you just want to be really, really good at it. And it's hard to stay consistent unless you practice all the time. Like me right now, like with my knee problems, I can't even play golf. I can't Mm -hmm. play golf for like another three to four months. And that is really, really bothering me because when I come back and start playing, all my friends, they're not, they're not going to like, take it easy on me. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, they can be like oh, no, we're going to take it easy on Jay. He's been out for a while. No, no. they're going to say, dude, most quarterbacks can play golf. So, <laughs> you know, we know you've been practicing. No, I haven't. You know what I'm saying? So it's a competitive edge and gives you an opportunity to just try to defeat the course. That's in true. Which the, most of the time, the course stays undefeated. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> all know, right. I'm, well, I'm surprised you don't play golf though. No, I mean, you know, I, I dabble in a little like top golf or putt putt, but other than that, <laughs> no. 
But nonetheless, our both men's and women's teams have had fantastic seasons at Auburn. The women's season concluded this week, and they actually made it to the Final Four. They are NCAA semifinalists, unfortunately losing ultimately to Stanford, but one heck of a run ending on a major high note and just want to uh, give them a, a big congratulations, a great way to see this season come to an end and then the men's golf tournament punched their ticket to the NCAA championship as well which actually starts on Friday if you want to follow along they'll be out in Scottsdale playing in that one uh, the first time they have qualified since 2019 and certainly on a, a high coming off a fantastic performance in their regional so uh, great showings for both of our golf programs, which unfortunately don't necessarily get the same kind of spotlight that a lot of the other sports do, but definitely want to give them a, a big congrats because as Jason pointed out, golf ain't easy. Oh, it's not easy. Like it's all about the short game. If you got a good short game, Hey, you're going to win. Uh, That's true. some people can't get off the tee, but yeah, right. if you can get to the green and you can put, you know, it's a difference between PGA champion and just a tour guy. All right, I got a question for you because you've, I know a lot of you Auburn, former Auburn athletes have <laughs> golfed together. Who's the best one you've played with? Oh, man. Ah, let me see. I played with a couple of guys. Uh, I have yet to play with Brandon Cox. Okay. And so I want to play with the former quarterbacks. That's okay. what I want to do. Like I played with some receivers, some running backs, and you know, it all depends on which day is hit or miss. We all beat each other. Okay. But the quarterbacks are supposed to be your A players. Mm. So I wouldn't mind going against some of the guys that have played in the blue and white on the golf course and, you know, put a little lunch waiver on it. Of course. You, know, you have make, to. Yeah, make us play for something. So okay. now I would say this. I played in the Jason Duffner's tournament in Auburn. Uh -huh. Okay. Where he had Justin Thomas, Jordan uh -huh. Speed was there, Ricky Fowler was there. Uh -huh. And this was a couple of years ago. And I got a chance to play in the Pro Am. And I mean, his golf tournament, I tell you what, these guys can strike the ball and I'm uh -huh. bigger than them. And they still, it's just, they're not even swinging as hard as I'm swinging. It's just, <laughs> you're about to kill yourself and they're right, just cranking. It, right. Cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to bum one out there. Cause I know <laughs> they about to just bum one out there. So I'm trying to like show them, like, hey, I can. Of be on course level. you are. And I'm talking about they just swinging real smooth and hitting it out there 315, 320. Here I am trying to swing out my shoes. <laughs> you know, that's just like, geez, they like Jason. It's oh all about God. contact, man. Contact. Yeah. Like, you know, you're trying to, you know, hit a missile off the tee. <laughs> like, you know, it's just about contact. And oh uh, so, you know, just learn a little tips from them, but just realizing like how different I'm each sport and each athlete is different yeah, like, totally like baseball guys and, and are different than basketball guys and football mm -hmm. guys are different than all of them and you know golf guys are just like really different like these guys were having a beer they was out there like <laughs> on chilling. the course it, killing it and, and beating a 72 like with ease and yep. i'm out there just trying to just stay focused <laughs> and not embarrass myself and i'm just like geez man these guys make it look so easy so i they guess they did. say the same thing when i throw a football because they always ask me yeah. like, how you throw a football how you throw a spiral how you throw it now what they're asking them dude how can i just stay consistent on hitting this this, this yeah. 
but it's just it's awesome to be able to learn from other sports and have the respect and know that it's not easy you know right. it's not easy what you do just like when I do the tv stuff it's not easy to do what you've been doing for years yeah and uh it's a lot of study it's a lot of preparation and people think you just pick up a golf club you pick up a football no there's a lot of preparation I, okay so that that is why you former athletes flock to golf because you're like I I also think it's because golf doesn't have the same age issue to it you know like you at some point you can no longer I mean Tom Brady would beg to differ but <laughs> you shouldn't continue to go out there and play a sport like basketball gymnasts their you know peak is like 16 years old so wow. golf is something that I guess you can play longer so after you know all these athletes are done with theirs in their 20s or 30s they're like okay time for golf yeah, but golf is 70 or 80 exactly exactly okay you didn't give me any who who's a former auburn athlete that has like a <laughs> reputation of being a good golfer give me a name oh give you a name give you a name let's go with mm, dang man this hurts me to even say this oh lord i just i'm gonna i'm gonna go with Bo Jackson. Of course. I mean, that's what I was waiting on. The only reason I'm going to say Bo is, I know he's probably going to be like, but when he's out on a golf course, like to be his age, he still can hit it like a missile. Yeah, that's true. And uh, we've played in his East Lake tournament over the years. And, you know, he plays really good. But I haven't had a chance to just really dive into him for 18 holes. Got it. So that could be a difference. No, everybody can play good for a few holes. Yeah, yeah, Or see yeah. you do it for 18. Yeah. But I'm, not, I'm not calling you out, though, Bo. <laughs> yeah, it's not like he's one of the greatest athletes ever or anything. Yeah, so it, it kind of tracks. I'm not calling him out. Quick housekeeping update. We will both be gone next week. So no episode next week, but we wanted to go ahead and get you this one. Make sure you pay attention on Monday. Regional bids will go out for Auburn baseball. Keep it locked. See how that goes and follow men's golf through this weekend as they compete in nationals. That's going to do it for us this week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Keep it locked. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already, and uh, we'll bring you another episode in the next couple weeks. Have a good week, everybody. War Eagle. War Eagle. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.